welcome back. You're listening to another episode of CCP, the Caleb and Kathy podcast, also known as... Contemplating Concepts Perpetually. <laughs> so is this a thanker or a thank ye? Um... I still don't know the difference, just so <laughs> everybody's aware. That's why I, I think actually ask. this is a think e. Uh, can yeah. I get the definition one more time? <laughs> okay, thinker is... It's not trying, but you end up, like, really thinking about the deep concepts. Thinky is, like, it hits you over the head, like, think about this. Okay, I see. <laughs> I don't see. Uh, so this week, <laughs> we, we watched the movie, uh, the 2017 independent film Lucky. Uh, it was distributed by Magnolia Pictures. It was directed by John Carroll Lynch, in a relation to David Lynch, who stars in the movie. Um, and I got the box office. I didn't find a budget. Box office domestic was $1 million, or just under a million. What you got for background? We watched this movie on Hulu. It is classified as a drama. I don't know how dramatic it really is, but okay. The screenplay was done by Logan Sparks in Drago Samanja. It debuted at South by Southwest, and the runtime was an hour and 28 minutes. The setting is in the Southwest. We did not get the state. Right, I guess like in Arizona or New Mexico, one of those. In a small town. Mm -hmm. The cast consists of these notable people. Harry Dean Stanton, David Lynch, like you already said, Ron Livingston, Ed Begley Jr., and Beth Grant. And for those of you wondering who Ed Begley Jr. is, he's, he's a the doctor. doctor in everything you see. Yeah. If you see a doctor, or if you see this guy in a movie, he's a doctor. Like, yeah, he plays the doctor, it seems like, every time. And Beth Grant was Dwight's babysitter slash, <laughs> like, Girl the from Mindy Project? I think she was a secretary. At yeah. the hospital. Yeah. So, yeah. And Ron Livingston was in Tully. I don't even know who Harry Dean Stanton is, but I'm supposed to. He's an alien. And had a very it. long acting career. Um, and as we said last week, this was his last uh, film before he passed away. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about this movie. All right, my brief synopsis is... Mm -hmm. Let's hear it. Lucky is a lonely old man who lives very... Structured? Structured, particular, uh, peculiar life. And uh, the movie progresses with him coming to grips with his own mortality. Yep. I'd say that's good. Okay. Since this is an indie movie, there's not a lot of plot going on. <laughs> the plot is what we just said. He's coming to grips with his own mortality. I know. There's like little side stories. Yeah. Some like come back around. You like learn why he's doing this type of thing. Yeah. So this is my one profound comment on this movie. Are oh, you ready? You're gonna you're gonna use it right now yeah i want to save the profound comment no because i want to impress you early on okay so that when i have nothing to say later you'll be like well she had that one profound thing okay 
it's more of a connection than a profound statement, but you know how in Grapes of Wrath they talk about a turtle? Uh, yeah, like the turtle crossing the plains. Yes. Well, there is a tortoise, which is similar to a turtle. <laughs> Maybe it was a direct connection. I didn't make that. Yeah. Well done. In the movie, in his President name, Roosevelt. His name is President Roosevelt. David Lynch's turtle. Yeah. Howard. Howard, that's right. Anyway, so that's my connection. Wow. Earth, Earth is job. shattered. Earth shattered? Okay. I don't know if I can continue. Well, I have a connection just to like last week's movie. We've got another smoker on our hands. Because last week the girl smoked um, Sophie from The One I Love. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I feel like movies love to just... Romanticize, romanticize smoking. smoking when it's like, okay, it's 2020. Smoking is bad. Oh, this came out in 2017, so we weren't sure yet. No. <laughs> we were sure like 50 the plus doctor, years ago. Doctors are still out on it. I mean, the doctor did tell him. Ed like, Begley. Yeah, said he should continue smoking. Just another example of Hollywood yeah. encouraging smoking. Right? Smoking is bad for you in, the, in case you didn't know. Speaking of outdated things, segue. Yeah. Uh, Lucky has a lot of outdated views. Yeah, he's pretty homophobic. Um, what was his other thing? Using the C word. Yep. There's something else too, I think. Well, he's just like very set in his ways. Um, like he doesn't. When people try to give them another view, he's just stuck on his view. Example. Um, when people, when they were like, you don't have to be alone and you can, or you can like prepare for death and he's just like, no, it's gonna happen. Wow. What a great impression of Lucky. Yeah. Thank you. No, I think, uh, that's true. But yeah, like, as we said, it's him coming to grips with his mortality, but also, Growing a little bit throughout the movie, I think. When we first start the movie, it goes to, like, a montage of, like, his day. You yeah. know, he gets up. He has, like, three cartons of milk in his fridge and nothing else. Just drinks the milk, do, does these stretches and, like, yoga. yoga. Uh, then goes to this diner. Has Just a cup has of coffee. coffee. Like, does he eat? Does, does a crossword, right? Yeah, I guess. Do we ever see him eat food? No. He is very skinny. Um, walks to the... He wears the same plaid outfit. Yeah, he has like three of them in his closet. He walks to the little convenience store, buys a pack of cigarettes and more milk, and walks by this place that we're not sure what it is until the end. It says the C word. Then he... goes home and watches game shows. Yes. And then he's calling somebody Yes, as and well. we never the, figure out who know, it is. Yeah. But they don't pick up at the end. So that's why I think it's Howard. Hmm. I mean, that does seem to be his only friend that we know. Yeah. And he calls him, like, pal and stuff when yeah. he's talking. But yeah, we never 
find out for sure who's yeah, on the, the other heck? end of why the did, line. There. Why didn't we find out? That was going to be like one of his kids or something. That's what I was thinking too, but he said he never got married or had kids that he knows of. But I didn't know if he was just lying to that lady. Yeah. Because there was a picture of him with some kids, so <laughs> at the very least had some nephews and nieces maybe. Yeah, he acted like he was all alone and had no family, but I don't know if that's true. But uh, as I started that whole routine uh, diatribe there. Yeah, like at the end um, you're saying his routine. His growth a little bit throughout, like when, what's the woman's name that comes to his house? Such the L, I think. Loretta. Loretta. Uh, He's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have called those kids fruits or whatever two guys that were kissing at at the diner no he was saying that he's like why should i care who they kiss no he was talking about liberace the piano player no and then he also said it about those kids at the thing i think okay but that that was another homophobic moment with the liberace thing you're right yeah um and then, uh, what's there another thing? He goes to the convenience store owner's son's 10th birthday party. BB is her name. And the boy's name is Juan. Juan Wayne. It's not and actually Juan Wayne. And the mom's name is Victoria. Right. I wrote down everybody's name. Good job. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he goes to that and sings a song because at the beginning he's listening to spanish music wow look at you paying attention oh i took very thorough notes what else you got for us miss very thorough notes um well we're jumping around right it's okay if it's random go for it okay um when lucky is talking to loretta he says like can i tell you a secret and he's like i'm scared we don't know what up like of death is that what he's scared of of being alone i have a few more questions for you please by oh. all means okay why is this lawyer Far away. oh my gosh chris stapleton are you in here with us i'd freak out if that were true all right time for starting over <laughs> Okay, so, <laughs> wow, so, bye, Chris, see you later. All right, why is the... Broken halos. Oh, my God, he's back. <laughs> why is the lawyer pushing a will on Lucky, like, so hard? Why yeah. does he care? Does he? Or is he just trying to make a sale? He is pushing this will very hard. Like, does he just go to, like people that are on their last leg of life and it's like let me sell let me tell you this story about me and my daughter and then <laughs> and then you'll want a will too i'm asking does he do that yes because he's definitely taking advantage of howard <laughs> yeah because howard wants to leave everything to his turtle which yeah doesn't make any sense i guess maybe Can you even do that you could like leave it to somebody to take care of the turtle maybe like yeah. this money can only be spent on the turtle on the turtle like but, for his food but and you medical need, expenses like, a person yeah 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 the the turtle can't spend the money itself 
I got the impression that Howard was kind of losing it. His mind a little bit. Yeah. Okay, I have another question. Another pondery. Okay. Okay. This is more of a statement, but it's going to come out as a question. Does getting old mean you get to, to make a lot of life declarations? <laughs> because there were several in this movie, and I'm just wondering, is that what it means to get old? Uh, I don't think that's what it means to get old, but that's like part of it. You know, if you've survived this long, people want to hear your stories. Yeah. From times when they went around or advice on like, ah, you've made it this long and. Yeah. Stay sane and also. Uh, that was Newton, if anybody could hear. Um, <laughs> like mental and physical health. I think some people want to hear that. But. Don't you really only want to hear it from people that you care about, like a grandparent or something, not just like a random person? Well, I don't think Lucky was a random person to those people he was talking to. Seemed Do like, you think yeah. those were his friends? I mean, it seemed like he went to that bar like every night, so probably. Yeah. Seemed like him and the bartender got along, if nothing else. Yeah. Talking about deal or no deal. Game shows. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's my question. What's um, favorite game show, and why is it Deal or No Deal? No, I'm just kidding. Deal or No Deal is a bad show. I agree with Lucky. Does um, Ninja Warrior Ultimate Ninja Warrior? Uh, That's like a competition. Oh, just a game show. Game show is usually like of the mind, I feel like. I don't really watch game shows. The only time I've watched game shows is with your dad. (laughs) It's a family feud. But I don't really like Steve Harvey. He's annoying. So, like, Family Feud hosted by Al, Al like. from uh, uh, Home Improvement. Is that, did he used to Or that host? weird British dude. I don't know, kid. These... Okay, my answer is Jeopardy, just so you know. Jeopardy. Oh, R.I.P. to Alec. Oh. Are they going to get a new host? I think Ken Jennings is taking over temporarily. He's the guy who, like won it a record amount of times in a row back in the eighties oh, or nineties. And he's taking over it. That's temporarily. Cute. I don't know if it'll be the permanent host, but yeah. I think he hosted now. some. Alex Trebek isn't even the original host. I don't think of Jeopardy. I think oh. there was a host before him. But he's the most like. Yeah, he's well known. Like the face of Jeopardy. Yeah. Anyways, what were your questions? Still had some more questions. Um, I, I this is at the very end, but I don't necessarily think it's a spoiler because nothing really happens in this movie. Um, so I'm gonna ask anyway. Why did he smile the cactus? <laughs> I told you in the time at the time it's because the cactus is old and was scarred like he is scarred and has had a long life, but is still going. Okay. Has persevered. All right. For me. That that's lovely. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Moving no, on. for you. No, I was gonna I was gonna change the topic, but then I realized I didn't answer the question. I think that he's just confused. That's why he's smiling at a cactus. <laughs> he's just senile. Just yeah, like, he's like, oh, okay. you're my friend. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a darker ending. Yeah. All right. So, shoot, what was I gonna say? 
Um, okay, say something while I gather my thoughts. Yeah, I got something. I would say this movie made me feel kind of dumb or smart. I, I wrote down that I'm either too smart for this movie or too emotionally stunted to get it. I, I don't understand what they're trying to... It's just your synopsis. That's it. Okay, yeah. It's like just a man the coming with... to grips with his mortality. Okay. Maybe we don't fully get it because we're still young. We're live forever. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that, but don't you feel like that guy's age, you know, 90-something, is really far from us? Yeah. So we don't have that same perspective as Lucky because we're a lot younger. So we shouldn't have watched this because we just don't get it because we're not old? No, I'm just saying you're not going to fully get it. Mm, we should have called an old person to help us out. Yeah, that was a misstep on, <laughs> on my part. Ask your grandparents to watch Lucky. My then... grandma, it's funny, I was just talking to my grandma and she was like, well, I want to get back into the podcast, but you watch movies that I've never seen. So what movies should I watch? And I recommend... I was thinking of, like, what she would like. Right. So I recommended Bad Education and uh, Never Let Me Go. Never the Let Andrew Me Go. Garfield. The one we really liked, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. You think she'd like that one? I was looking at the list and I was like, okay, she's not going to like a lot of these. <laughs> and so I was trying to think of ones that she would like. Like, there's no way she'd like Lucky. Not I enough happens. she's older, so maybe she'll get it. <sighs> We need an expert opinion, Cassie. You gotta make your grandma watch this. She's not gonna watch it. She doesn't have Hulu, so she can't watch it. Okay, best part in the movie for me is when he is having the conversation with the Marine. Because Lucky's a Navy Navy vet, and they kind of bond over their experience. In World War II. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Because the whole movie, it's Im- it's implied that he was a sailor. Because, you know, we see the picture. An old picture of him. Yeah. As a youth. And see that maybe he's, like, still kind of holding on to that a little bit. or How so? Not holding on. But maybe he doesn't talk that much, if you think about, about it. About his personal life. Yeah. Yeah. And so, or, I mean, just in general, I yeah. guess. But he talks a lot to this guy. Like he, yeah, that's true. It's so, a show kind of coming out of his shell. Clearly, he just needs to go to like a VA and you know, bond with that, some. That's it. Just go to a VA. Well, but I think that is it would something be that's like meaningful. Talk to somebody who's been through the same thing. Yeah. And again, dealing with the mortality, it's World War Two veterans. They're very few and far between nowadays. Yeah. Like there's not many of them left, so not many to relate to yeah especially in a little small town where there's not many people yeah so i think that that was showed growth yeah well and was like kind of endearing needed for him to express himself in that way gotcha what was your favorite part Oh, I didn't come prepared with a favorite part i guess when we learn at the end why he's cursing at this place that he walks by every day. Did I tell the people what, what's up with that? Uh, okay, so 
um, at the very, well, towards the very end, he's at the bar he goes to every night. I f- Does the bar have a name? I forgot. I don't remember. I don't think so. And he's at this bar, and he's going to light up a cigarette. And she's like, and the bar owner, who's Beth Grant. Elaine. I think Elaine. it's called Elaine's. I think you're right. It does show it at some point. Elaine's. Um, and he's going to light up a cigarette, and she's like, no, I told you you can't do that in here. She's like, I could do that in 68. And it's not 68 anymore. Um, <laughs> and she says, that's why you got kicked out of Eve's for lighting up. He's like, no, I walked I out. Left, or walked out. And then uh, he does do it, does light up, and then he walks out. But, but no, but he also tells this profound, you know, declar- declaration, like I was saying. Okay, go ahead, give us this profound declaration. I didn't write it down. (laughs) But he gives a whole speech. I don't remember what the speech is, but... And, like, makes people cry. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, like, saying... I remember it. It was about how, like, all you can do is smile at the end. And then he smiles to the cactus. See? Yeah. Oh. Oh, some revelations are coming. Oh my gosh. Wait, rankings are being changed? (laughs) No. (laughs) That's not not Um, crazy. So anyways, then he walks out and later is walking by and you see the same camera shot of this building. It's like through a yellow archway and you see it every time. It's a cave, basically. But you don't know what he's like looking at. But then it pans out to see, it says Eve's. So it's like, oh, this was the place he's kicked out. And then you see it's a garden. It wasn't a bar. I... Yeah, because, I'm not sure. But we only saw, like, the front part. But but then he smiles. Yeah. He doesn't say the C word. He no. grew up. <laughs> Took 91 years, but he did it. <laughs> um, Yeah, so I'd say that's my favorite part, maybe. Okay, I had two quotes. The revelation. Felt were good quotes. Hit me with it. Okay. So, when... I think this is when Howard and the lawyer, Bobby, were having a conversation about how Howard wants to give everything to his tortoise. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's saying, and then he's trying to like make a plea to, to Lucky to get him to get a will. Bobby is. Yeah. And he was saying, like, you, there's some things that are unexpected. And then Lucky's like, what's unexpected? Yeah, I didn't know like, if he was trying to say, like, what's unexpected, we're all going to die. Yeah, yeah, that. So that was a good one. And then um, the Marine vet guy mm-hmm. said, he so he's talking about how there was this girl who, this little girl that he saw, was it in Japan? No, it was in the Philippines. And she was smiling as she was about to die. Mm-hmm. And he said, they don't make a medal for that kind of bravery. And you liked that quote? I did. I felt like that was a good... I mean, I think it just makes me think of, you know, like when you hear interviews with people that have won like the Purple Heart or other awards, and they're not really happy about it because they're like well it was I was just one person I was just doing my job and 
you know, a lot of other people died or were braver than me. Um, like a lot, a lot of vets have that kind of perspective with it and maybe don't feel like it's like a, um, like enough for what they experienced or whatever. Um, and so the Marine guy was kind of making the point that like some people never even get acknowledged for their bravery. You know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, what a profound thing to say. Yeah, I would say that was the movie, like older people talking, saying <laughs> some profound things, others like, eh, what? <laughs> yeah, which is kind of, like, that's going to be us one day, like, saying things that, that like, aren't woke enough for, what'll that be? When we're 90, that'll be, like, the the 90s, the 2090s? What? No. I was born in 92. No, when we're it'll, 90. It'll be the 80s. The 2080s. 80s? No. Yeah. My late 90s will be. Your late 90s? Like 70 I don't think I'm going to live to late 90s. From now. I will be I 96. I will be worm food, probably. Stop that. And... That, so that'll be the 98 years old? I'm not being unrealistic. I'm going to live to 98. But wouldn't that be cool if you did? What? I don't know. I mean, if you were in a lucky situation where he didn't have cancer or... What was the other thing? Or dementia. I mean, that would be pretty cool. I'm not... Okay, never mind. <laughs> now go, go ahead. You're just looking at me like... No, that would not be cool. I mean, when I was younger, I used to, like, wanted to live to be super old. But now that I've gotten a little bit older, I'm like, and talk to people who are older, it doesn't sound like the greatest time in the world. Don't get me wrong, I don't want to die tomorrow, but yeah, everybody has a time. And... <sighs> Pete Seeker, are you in here now? I don't have a Pete to Seeker voice. everything. <laughs> turn, turn, turn. It just felt like something that he might say. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, well, I think I, I want to live a while. Me too. Okay. <laughs> but my point was, is that, you know, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren are going to think we're not as progressive as they are. That's just how it goes. We probably won't be. Yeah. That's all. I'm going to be the most progressive grandpa walking around naked. <laughs> uh, is that progressive? Or yep. is that Clothes are just concerning. holding us down. It's a society. Oh, so it's you're going to... repressive. You're going to join a nudist society? No. We will be a nudist society. <laughs> no! By the time I'll be cold. How will we express ourselves? I won't, I won't be hot anymore. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No. I, I do not want that for our future. All right. Um, do we have any more thoughts on the movie Lucky? Um, I didn't hate the movie, but I didn't love it either. Those are my final thoughts. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much agree. I'd say it was weird. Definitely weird. But not, like, an interesting enough weird. Yeah. Not like... 
parasite weird, not like mm. you disagree with this, but uncut gems weird or something. What? Okay. I would say if we were to make it better, if I were to fix this movie, uh-huh. we would meet whoever Lucky is talking to on the phone, which is hopefully some like grandkid somewhere or child somewhere. And he would have that kind of reunion with them. And that's how it would be a more profound movie. Or if we learn more about his past. All right. Now that we fixed Lucky, should we rank it? (laughs) Sure. All right. Where do you got it ranked? 20. 20. 20, 20, 20. In front of uncut gems. (laughs) Always comes back to this on Gut Gems. It does. Uh, that's fine. Where do you have um, it? Right? I have it a, a little lower at 27. Wow. 27? I thought that was a 22. That's a 27. Oh my gosh! That's why when you saw it and you were like, oh, it's not that far off, I'm like, it's a pretty big difference. Oh, I just can't read your handwriting, I guess, because I, mean, I thought that was a 22. It's not great handwriting. Um, 27? Where would that put it? I'd put it in front of Brick. Let me see the I get, rankings. I, I could definitely move it up. I was just struggling to place it in that range somewhere. I would definitely put it below Uncut Gems. What comes after Uncut Gems? Wakefield, which I kind of liked. Yeah, I think I liked On the Wakefield Rocks, I didn't really like that. Yeah, I could see it at 22. All right, 22. What, what you originally thought I read. <laughs> yes. That's why you were so okay with it. Okay. <laughs> we'll do 22, so that'll be... 22. <laughs> behind Wakefield and ahead of On the Rocks. Okay. All right. Now we'll take a step into the book nook. Okay. What are you reading? Or what did you read? I read Mouse by Art Spiegelman. This is the graphic novel um, that he does kind of a memoir of his dad's life, but it's... It's a biography of his dad's Yeah, sorry, a biography um, of his dad's life, and it's set as, like, Jewish people um, are drawn as mice in the in the book. Mm-hmm. And he, his dad is a Holocaust survivor. Mm-hmm. So the first book is mostly about that, like his life from when he first meets his mom mm-hmm. up until they go to Auschwitz. Mm-hmm. And I'm now reading the second book. Mouse 2. Mouse 2. <laughs> uh, which takes place from Auschwitz on to present day, which these were written in, I think, the 80s or 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's just a interesting perspective. Um, yeah. And a different way to tell a stories that you know there's a lot of different holocaust stories out there i think this is a very interesting and unique perspective Mm -hmm. um and it also has interstitched in between like of the present day of his relationship with his father which Mm -hmm. i think is very interesting as well of how um his mom committed suicide when he was younger and that has really like created a big rift between him and his dad Mm -hmm. And it goes into that throughout. Uh, yeah, I thought it was really good and would recommend. You've read it before. 
I have, yes. If you're Jewish, Mouse is one of those required readings. It's been on my list for like a long, like even before I met you, because I really I like reading graphic novels, and it's yeah. one of like a pretty famous graphic novel because sure. of how different it is from most graphic novels. Yeah. You know, it's not a comic book, which there are some graphic novels that aren't just comic books, but, but yeah, are, very I feel good. like there is a and, trend. And even less so um, nonfiction comic books. Or graphic novels. I'm sorry. But there, there are some. Yeah, it's becoming like more of a thing, maybe. To do memoir that way. And I know even now, so like some fiction books and stuff are like being made into like I think Handmaid's Tale. Oh my gosh! Um, a lot of children's books. To too. Kill a Mockingbird has been made into a graphic novel. Which I gotta say, I no, don't. I, I don't agree with. I'm all for people reading graphic novels. Like, it's a... I like graphic novels. If it gets novels. more people to, like, uh, read interesting and um, important stories, then I'm all for it. But I don't like Children's adapting... Children's books, though? Yes. Yeah, it seems unnecessary. I don't like adapting... How, like... Are we talking chapter books or, like... Like, here's just one example, yeah. but it's not even the best one, Okay. The Giving Tree. <laughs> no, it's a picture book. Okay. <laughs> like, you remember the Babysitter's Club books? I haven't like, read them, but I'm aware of them, yeah. So now they've, like, reemerged. Isn't it like a show or something again? Yeah, probably. But also as... Yeah, it is. I think it's on Netflix. But also as graphic novels. Which I'm like, why? Why can't people just read the books? Why do they have to read the graphic novel? Why does it have to be a new thing? Yeah, I feel like the benefit of having a graphic novel is you can shorten like a longer book. But if it's already like a kid's book, then it doesn't need to be shortened. And this is no disrespect to graphic novels, but I think that they should just stand on their own and not be an ad- adaptation of something. Because then it like makes the book seem like it's not worthwhile and it's a poor reflection on our society that we can't h- handle reading a book with all the yeah, words. Yeah, I think it's a good medium, but I think it should be the author's original intent. Yes. If they want to tell a story through a graphic novel, then make a graphic novel. Don't make a book and then, like, oh, now let's make a graphic novel. Yeah. Okay, what are you reading? <laughs> I, c- I could go on and on about that. So I finished, as of yesterday, the book... The Guest List by Lucy Foley. I think it's Foley, but it could be Folly as well. Mm. Mm. Spell it out for us. F-O-L-E-Y. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so this is a book that's on Reese Witherspoon's um, book club. So that's how I heard about it. And I had it on my bookshelf for a little bit but then my friend Alana read it mm-hmm. or sorry our friend Alana read it and then I was like all right I should read it so then I can talk about it with her but also I want to read it and then I read it um write a book on this <laughs> just to keep you all up to date on the time how I read the guest list <laughs> so if you like mysteries slash thrillers then i would recommend it i i found it to be very 
um, addicting. Like, you want to know what happens. There's a lot of foreshadowing. They really hit, hit you over the head of the foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know somebody dies out of what? But you don't know who it is. You don't know how. You don't know why. And so... Oh, the you... guest list. I got a wedding. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that it's not, like, a story that hasn't been done before. But... It was still interesting, and I would still recommend. I enjoyed it. I read it pretty quickly. Um, yeah, and and it has really short chapters, which is always a plus because then you feel like so cool that you read all these chapters, even though it's like ten pages. But you're like, it's like five chapters, so I'm amazing. So yeah, it's a little boost for your self-esteem. All right. Yeah, it's good, especially if you like thrillers. Like, it'll it'll hit that spot. Okay. Okay. On, on that note, let's move into what we're gonna be talking about next week. Next week, we're watching The Florida Project, which is another 2017 film. Um, oh, really? I thought it was more recent than that. Hmm. It's only three years ago. That was a long time ago. But it does feel like a long time ago. <laughs> 2020 will never end. <laughs> One more month. Did you say it's on Netflix? I did not. So, yeah, it's available on Netflix. I think it's a story of like a young child. Kind of living in a motel or something like that, maybe. Yeah, poverty. Poverty. It's got Willem Dafoe. So hopefully we get some more monkey pump. No! Oh my god, this guy's in it. Oh no. <laughs> I yes, can't with that. The Green Goblin. Stupid movie. Can you believe we watched that? Was that seems like so long ago. Yeah. And that was just this year, though, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure. It has to be. We've only been doing this this year. Good point. Good point. You make a very good point. For the indie movies, yeah. Yeah. It's felt like a little bit longer than that, but you know. <laughs> yeah, so that's The Florida week. Project on Netflix. Watch it. And enjoy. And tune in. I hope you all had a lovely Thanksgiving with your loved ones, either in person or virtually. And wear a mask. We'll be back next Sunday. Bye.